Hockey Town celebrated three championships in seven years, and rarely has someone so tough played so pivotal a part. Marty draws, McCarty in, McCarty scores! A magnificent goal! Darren McCarty! Show that play. Larry Arno, Shanahan, the Red Wings have defeated Colorado! Darren McCarty! Here's a break at center, McCarty! I love you, but you're a mess. I, I am a mess. I'm a work in progress, I guess you could say. Yeah, work in progress. Here it is, show 45. Not bad. Here on a Wednesday, October 23rd, 7.34 p.m. Yes, this is Grind Time with Darren McCarty. I am your host, four-time Stanley Cup champion with the Detroit Red Wings. Yes, this is he. Also, proud partner of Pincana with the Darren McCarty brand. A uh, lot of great things coming out in your health and wellness department. Uh, uh, entertainer extraordinaire traveling around. I will see people in Gladwin, Michigan. Talk more on that later. But uh, here uh, on this Wednesday night, it's busy. This is a busy week, busy with the uh, you know wings, play, all the stuff going on TV. I'm actually in the middle right now. You're catching me if you're watching this live on uh, Facebook or YouTube or wherever you can watch this or listen to this. I'm in between. You're wondering why I have this patch on. What is this? Entrepreneurs or Organization of Detroit. Yes, I'm in the middle of doing a Russian Five premiere thing. I was already there signing pictures. Uh, they're watching the movie. So I missed out on the... Uh, 11th showing, but I uh, saw our, our peeps, Josh and Jenny. So uh, how about, uh, oh, great on that front. So I'm in the, and so I'm going to bang it. We're going to get through this. Uh, going to have a uh, new segment, Perry. Uh, let me introduce. Perry, my co-host, Perry Vellucci, how are you? Doing really good, Mac. You've been driving a lot? Yes, I have. You know, and we're gonna get personal. We're gonna get personal today a little bit with okay. uh, a little update with you a little bit later on in a, a piece that I'm gonna call uh, uh, per Perry's moments. You know, <laughs> so that's it exactly. So Perry moments coming up, because um, I don't want it to have to be Tilly time, bro. No, no, and. You know what? You're looking pretty dang good in that suit. Cause, I got to say, because my what? mom already, my mom just mentioned. Look, listen, is that a suit? Yeah. Um, Judy, listen. Uh, there's a lot of things, but um, I got to tell everybody, Burlington, not the Coat Factory, but Burlington, <laughs> not just the Coat Factory. I'm telling you that um, this is a D Donna Karen shirt too, and whatever, dude. I'm there all day long. I got these kicks too. Look at this. Yeah, oh Mama, see the kicks, Mama? She <laughs> wanted to know if I liked them and if I wore them. Can they see that? Yeah, they can see them. Yeah, they can All see right, them. Man. Yeah, don't hurt yourself. Uh, uh, peanut brittle, man. <laughs> um, speaking of that, behind the uh, ones and twos, again, you know, this is how uh, people think that I mean. No, I give people two weeks off. Mike McCool's <laughs> not, not – Mike McCool, who is our uh, trusty uh, show prep produce engineer, um, again – my ace in the hole, my number one uh, substitute uh, fill-in aid helper, uh, Eric Biggie Fady from the Detroit cast. How you doing, Biggie? Great. Thanks for, uh, you know, it, it, thanks for having everything uh, ready to go and up and ready. You and Perry did a great job. Um, pretty unsupervised tonight, guys. And I I, I'm pretty, hey, imp I'm we pretty impressed. We worked together. No, you yeah. guys, no, and, and I think that right now as I look 
1023. So show 45 of doing this every Wednesday night and with, with everything, I love, love the cohesion. That's the family. And, of course, we're talking about Radio for, Radio for One Studios, which we broadcast. You can see here with my studio with the... Uh, it's the same studio, guys, but it's just we just like to guess you this up with the cups and banners and autographs because I know this guy and I know this guy and I'm gonna bring that. Draper there's only guy. one guy out there I can't bring in, but <laughs> <laughs> if I, I mean, I probably could because you could probably summon Proby up, but uh, um, so and then uh, to Mike uh, Walters and Jay Boger, J O Beta Boger, um, <laughs> from the Detroit Cats. That's where Biggie usually. Uh, Man's the ones and twos for so they're on Thursday or Sunday through Thursday. You can catch them. Uh, obviously, Jake Chris Newberg out uh, keeping it down on the West Coast with heroin has a new publicist. Very funny. I know he's coming back into town in a couple weeks um, at uh, one night stands. So uh, we're looking to do that. Um, were you gonna say something? No. Oh, no okay. No, you're uh, wrong. What? Yeah, I was. I was. I, I was. I was trying. Just we got a lot of things going on. I mean, the recap. Let's do, uh, before we get depressed and talk uh, sports in this town, um, I'm going to do a recap if I can remember. So I had a great, phenomenal event. I posted a picture, sold-out crowd up in uh, uh, Lowell, Michigan. Okay, yeah. Um, what a great, great time. Um, that was for with, a comedy show. Yeah, there's this Darren McCarty Slaps the Comedy Tour. Um, and for anybody with, uh, obviously, DarrenMcCarty.com, um, uh, merch is getting closer, guys. We're having a big event to uh, to talk about. Nick and I uh, actually uh, got a lot of announcements coming up. A lot of a lot of great things in the hopper. But going around to the comedy shows, I posted a picture, sold out show. Lowell can't Jeff, Chief Jeff, and the mayor. <laughs> Mayor's got a sweet revenge shirt on. It was awesome. But you know, here at Grind Time, we're going to talk about life and life. Really, how I always say that there's always somebody that comes up, and I don't want the story. Well, there's a couple stories. I got to go through, and this will be the reality sh part of the life, but just I see you and I appreciate you. And um, I think that Ride Time with Darren McCarty, what I want it to be all about, you know, because it's about the family and the whole and the chosen family. And I met a gentleman named Ryan Whitmore. And uh, um, Ryan, if you're listening or whatever, bro, you're such an inspiration because Ryan... Uh, the school teacher, and so I met the chief and and all his cronies, and they're awesome dudes. I met the mayor, and then there's a gentleman and his wife, and uh, you know, probably fifteen year old, maybe thirteen year old son, or and getting pictures, family, and then I hear the story. Well, Ryan's a teacher, but he's got terminal um, colon prostate cancer that there's nothing they can do, and he's just pretty much waiting it out but one of the things was he it wanted bucket list thing i guess would to was to meet me and to see the show wow right i yeah, mean that's I'm heavy just... that's heavy shit man and 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 it is but you gotta and and this is what i implore people is 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 you embrace it and i i'm learning as i go more too because it's easy when you care about i care about other human beings Right, no oh, matter absolutely. if I met him or not. So, the compassion and just to have a talk with him. So, the bottom line is that's why I'm talking about it because there's this this one uh, story that came up. But so, what do you do? You recognize that you face that, 
right? We, we bring it out. It's the monster in the room and we talk about it and we show our compassion. Cause I think a lot of times people, we don't know how to react. So my advice is react honestly. You say, I don't know what to say, but I, I'm, you know, you, my prayers right. are with you. And then, so I'm thinking, and then I opened my joke and then I brought him on stage for the whole show. Oh, awesome. So, and we, had, awesome. And, and we had fun and, and to, to his wife to come up after, give me a hug and say, you know, he made his night. No, he made mine. Cause I tell everybody that's the power, the people power. I'm like a battery. Yeah. I'm just charging or I'm solar, solar, I'm people power. Cause it's the, the whole thing. Uh, big announcement speaking of the people power next next week's grind time with Darren McCarty show is is absolutely an all-time show of the people and I'm not even I'm not talking about the rock or anything like that even though that'll be down the road uh I'm talking about the man himself Mr. Detroit Willie Horton that's awesome. So Can't Willie wait. Horton yeah. 68 Tigers what he live you know we're gonna and, and him and I are gonna talk about you people, the fans, and how much you mean to us, and why, and what he's been through in the city, and I, we're gonna get in depth because, you know, that's the one thing that I'm proud of, and and I look at it as Joey's continuing Ted's, Ted's legacy as I try to uh, keep and and learn from Willie and being able to to learn the man, and the best part, there's no bullshit with Willie Horton. He'll tell <laughs> you as it's just like we grew up, man, and it's yeah. sort of like telling these kids you gotta you know, man up and play, you know, like different things, but not tell them what you want to hear. So that'll be exciting. Um, you know, Mac, when you were you were talking about the story with that gentleman you were able to, to bring up on stage and that and then what, what it meant to him and you, which is so cool. And we've run in public where I've been with you for whether book signings or whatever, and I've had people come up to me and tell me, you know, they know that I'm with you, and they go, hey, you know, Darren's really helped me. I read his book. I was going through this and that. And and you know they're afraid to tell you and I and I go no you got to go let Darren know let him know that that he did have an impact in helping you turn things around. But that's and and that's why how I implore and, and you know like the transparency there's no secrets here I I implore Perry to be for grind time with Darren McCarty the man of the people where he is your guys out there your connection where they like feel up to you because they know where they can talk to you and if that's the way where it comes through perry please perry perry's got the computer out he's the one that's going to communicate with everybody and and to keep this going but it's important and i guess it's what i said is i can't control what goes on before or after but for those few hours you're in my world and our worlds collide so whatever the journey and to be able to talk to him after and um just to it's important because along this way, we're going to lose another great fighter, you know, another great soldier, another great person, you know, especially a teacher and whatever else. And so we got to we gotta carry their memory, you know, with us and, and their principles and, wh and what they meant and, and the people. And then at the same show, <laughs> this is unbelievable. And this is why, this is what you got to... This gotta, is your life. This but is you got to hear this. So kid comes up to me and, and kids probably... <laughs> He he's probably the size of Ozzy when Ozzy first broke into the league <laughs> on Ozzy's rookie card. Um, Ron Zagman, right now, Ron Zagman, he's known as the Ice Ninja, right? So so he's been on season. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna do this Tarantino style. I'm gonna tell you the backwards first. So he's been on seasons ten and eleven of uh, American Ninja Warrior. Now. 
Um, and he looks like a, just a strong, like wiry, like a like Christian McCaffrey, but smaller. Like oh, just, wow. Like or, or, or a little like a dra- little drapes. I gotta even say a drapes is drapes. bigger than him. And oh I never gosh. say drapes is bigger. I was gonna than say anybody. a little drapes. That no, just doesn't sound right. Yeah, it is. Anyways, but Ron, right? Ron is a cancer survivor. But Ron not only is a cancer survivor. Ron did even before. New that I like is that if you have old pictures of me and you know you're going to come and see me, bring the pictures of you and I together in the old pictures right. so you can take them with the new. Ron brought his, Perry. Do you know where Ron's five-year-old picture with Darren McCarty was at? No, where was it? Children's Hospital. Oh, my gosh. There's a picture of me sitting on his bed talking to him. It says, to Ron, Dar- your pal Darren McCarty. Ron says to me, he goes, I didn't know who you were. <laughs> but he got me excited in hockey, and he went and he played hockey. And, he, and after 15 months, he got cancer, but he wore 25. And his determination, whatever, and... And, and he's beat it, and he's... <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he's ninja warring it up and down, Charlie Brown style. So we're going to get... I'm going to I'm gonna, uh, uh, put in to, you know, try to get a hold of those guys, but to, to see what's going on. But that, that's the, you know, the connection. Yeah, And, and anybody, please email Perry at... DarrenMcCarty.com, and um, you know, with any uh, anything uh, where I'm, uh, you know, be about. But it's it's the stories like that, and then the and then the last one I have for you. Um, I had a picture with uh, I met Janet and Martin Berthume, um, in uh, Easter Market, which. Remind me after this, I have an Easter market <laughs> story. Remind me to tell you about my Easter market panhandler okay. story. Oh, my gosh. After I'm all done right, this, right, right. okay? Yep. I'm trying to stay on point and get so to go, this. So go, go. So Janet comes up to me, and I, me and Aaron were in there, and uh, went, uh, we're walking around, and, and uh, she comes up to me, and she says, you know, she says, thank you. My dad had died of multiple myeloma in 2015. But and he said they knew since 2010, but they don't know how long he had it before. But because of the McCarty Cancer Foundation and stuff, you know, she was telling me he was a, he was able to live the last five years of his life, you know. And he bought a new car, and she said all this stuff. So, um, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You did you, you. That's to my point. You just got to keep your intentions pure, and you know it's it's what you give you. Get in return what you give back. That's that's the whole thing. So to Janet and Martin, it was great having a conversation, and and it's the same same thing as I always remember. And I told her is my dad said, hey, my dad told said a lot of things, but the ones was if your life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, and the other was um, we're not going to save me, but we're going to save somebody's dad. Wow. So and that, and that, that's, that was cool. So yeah. that so that's the. Uh, um, I'm gonna work on the production of that. I'm gonna add some like, like really cool metal music and some inspirational music in the background and of that segment. But uh, <laughs> no, but here, let me get a okay. You want to go back? I'm to Easter change, Market? Panhandle? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna change gears, but I gotta change gears because this is fucking and this is reality. Okay? okay, so I'm walking down the sidewalk. There's a panhandler. Okay, anybody who doesn't know what a panhandler and means like like uh, other people call them bums or 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 peddlers or you know they ask you yeah. for money you see him sitting at the side of the road you know guys sitting down there not only and he's dressed in sort of scrap but he's not you know i mean eases you know him and eases look alike okay <laughs> yeah that's it yeah but i get it he's got a couple dollar bills underneath his leg and that's cool and stuff but he says hey man you got 75 cents for a hamburger 
And I went into my pockets to look for cash to see. And I said, oh, sorry, bro. I got no cash. He says, whatever. <laughs> I got whatevered by a panhand. <laughs> right? I, I turned around and in my head, I didn't say this, guys. In my head, I said, you motherfucking crackhead. Why don't you go sell your fucking flat tire bicycle? <laughs> right. Fucking buy right, yourself right. a rock. But I did not. Right? Because I didn't want to stereotype. But it hit me right then. And I implore people this is uh d max sort of uh slow down and, and think about it because you know what that panhandler there is just like the stoner image that the whole world wants to portray that everybody's like we high listen to me about smoking weed and all that there's that one image of the hippie and whatever like this but what i'm saying is that yeah, there's in the in the weed People that smoke weed, yeah, there's bad apples, and there's like this bad panhandler. But I'm sure there's somebody out there on the street that really needs that 75 cents. But it just shows when the panhandlers are entitled, it's time to fucking pump the brakes, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, I know how sensitive our sports are and how soft the games are, and we can talk about that and whatever, and that's big buck. We're talking about, you know, respect and 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 different things like that, and and I just don't. I don't get it. So and you didn't. I don't stand for that. And and you know what? Like probably next time I'm going to stand there and have a have a conversation with what a piece of shit he is, because he doesn't really. You know, I want to. You know, I'll get into his ass for 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 why does he? You know, because I don't. I I'm I'm more confused why he feels so entitled to make that comment. And, and, and the thing is, Mac, you reached in your pocket. It wasn't like you just blew him off, gave him a look, and walked by. That's what I'm saying. You walked, you like, I'm hey, just saying there's yeah. more to this. I mean, I don't know how the answer if anybody's looking for what, yeah. what, is there something to the story? No, I didn't beat the fucking guy up. But, I mean, it would be one that i go sit down there and have a conversation with him because, you know, and, and, and it's one of those things that it doesn't matter because they don't, nobody cares. You know, yeah. they're just thinking about themselves and they don't give, you know, care. And... Every which way. It's just sort of a societal issue. But I'm just wondering, I, that's how bad, in my world, how bad is it out there? It's so bad that the fucking beggars are fucking copping attitude. Yeah, yeah, that's, and they were all out last night for the Wings game. I walked by a whole bunch going to the Wings game. Yeah, yeah they were, but you know, and, and, and then on the flip side, Mac, so I stopped at the gas station the other night, and this uh, young lady was working, and I'm like, hey, how are you doing today? She goes, you know what? Everything's great. And I go, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm not used to hearing that. You know, people want to tell you how bad everything is. She goes, no, I'm here. I'm working. I'm living. I've struggled through everything. And I just realized I'm going to live life and it's going to be great. And that's my, and so we, we had a conversation and it was a great conversation. We walked, <laughs> both, I walked out of there feeling good talking to this young lady. Good. You know, just, no, uh, and, that's, so, yeah, and, and you know, it's the whole thing is that, you know, we can only affect who's around us and um yeah i'll uh i'll be in uh gladwin this weekend for comedy and okay. then uh um we got that fun thing to do with some stuff coming up with wayne county late on sunday oh yeah and then i'll be out actually in brighton there's a girls hockey tournament and i was asked to replace ted Lindsay, which i'm honored to to oh, hand wow. out awards because he won't be able to be there. Right. And yeah. and our thoughts and prayers at grind time with Darren McCarty go out to the Lindsay family and Lou and Lynn LePew, whose um, 
for the, the loss of Blake, Blake uh, who was Ted's son and fought fighting cancer. So, I mean, it's, Danny uh, Grant, <laughs> former, former former race stuff like that. Well. Yeah, that's 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 tough. Anyways, on a uh, you know what, Perry? Yeah. How about this? E, tell me if this is apropos, right? If I go down and have a conversation with that guy, and I bring him a my pillow, because <laughs> you know yeah, what, like Mo, Lindell, right, yep. the creator my pillow might understand. So that you know, they're telling me because we helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener special. Um, I got the dog pillow. It's phenomenal. (laughs) I recommend it to anybody. There's dog pillows. There's uh, mattress toppers, bed sheets, so much more. Body pillow regular $89.99 with promo code DMAC, D-M-A-C. It's only $29.99. It'll change your life. Remember, all my MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new list, radio listener specials to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99 and a promo code DMAC or call 800-544-8939. 800-544-8939 for these great radio specials. Yeah. Um, see, tomorrow... Yeah, I got that sauna. I got that. Thank you, oh, the yeah. sauna guys. Shout out to the sauna guys in the UP. Got that two man electrical sauna. So I got my boy Corey gonna be hooking it up and uh, uh, because you got to get a two twenty volt. Right. So yeah, I got yeah. that coming. So I can I'd stay tuned. Hope hopefully by next week, um, I'll be able to uh, tell you about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, took my babies down. So oh, yeah. Hanging in the garage and okay. it turned out beautiful. Okay. Like old ghost train haze. I, I gotta get over Thank there and check crush. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's see what else. So uh, so you're I'm gonna just trying to think. Hold on, Perry. I'm not All done. Right, sorry. Well, you, I, you're I'm thinking. trying to no, I'm just trying to uh, recap. Um so we had the comedy there. Oh, and I was also in Sandusky and I played Sandusky, Michigan. Yeah. And oh, dude. Jesus. So Travis, did Travis ever told you about your tra- Travis and his mom? But did he ever told you about his cat, his oh, mom's yeah, cat, yeah. Buckwheat? I'm familiar with his cat. Buckwheat, bro. He's got a cat, black cat, Buckwheat, dude, and and sent me a picture that the the cat is the coolest picture ever with the, sitting on his back with his nuts hanging out. It was awesome. Yes. I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to send it to Jesus, but if not, uh, Travis. Send uh, Perry at, uh, please, send Perry the... He knows how to get old of me. Yeah, yeah, send Perry the buckwheat photo so we can <laughs> post it, because I want to see, that's my cat of the week. I'm going to start maybe in the cat nice of the cat month. Cat of the week. Yeah, well, you know, Tony, Tony, Tony's honorary, like, right. he's the cat of the ever, right? Of course. He's the OG of the cat, because he's got the best attitude. <laughs> <laughs> he does. You don't I give a that. fuck. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yeah. It's true. Um, uh, so Sandusky, that was fun. Uh, got to do Derek. Oh, Park. how about uh, you, some chicken wings? Oh yeah, I, yeah. Was getting to that. Sorry. I mean, yeah. I mean, do you want me to finish what I was doing? Or I don't know your thought process. I'm just trying to follow along. Go ahead. Yeah, but follow along. Don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> he, the problem, you humor him too. <laughs> I, I don't, dude. I laugh if, it, if I think something funny. If it's not, boy, he's just your old man. Oh yeah. Perry, quit trying couple, to get. Oh, that's right. I'm with Perry's a couple comedians. Perry's swimming by here. himself tonight. I'm with a couple comedians. I here. actually should have. Um, I actually should have asked you. I, you met. You did meet 
I think, I don't know if he helped run the show or if he was Mike Chambers. He yeah, was, oh, yeah. Do you I know mean, him? Oh, yeah. Me and him have ran in comedy circles for a while. So it was actually uh, what, what, What's your, what did you give him, what's your, uh, you friends with Mike? Yeah, we've done, We've. oh, yeah, we used to do, like, there was a place he in might, Grand you Rapids. Know, you know, Mike really, Mike got a key to the city that day. Oh, that's you know, Mike. Bitch, really. You know, you know, Mike is the kid. He, he is the, uh, the prince of uh, did do, Lowell. Did he do comedy in, in that night or no? He okay. had him. Yeah, nice. he did. Nice. Uh, he did ten minutes. Okay. He had him rolling too. Nice. Um, yeah, he was great. Uh, Look forward guy. to doing. Uh, yeah, doing something. Maybe next. He wants to do a next October. Do a, a couple of shows back to back. I think. If, uh, you you willing to come out and sure. crack some jokes for Fuck me? Yeah. Atta boy. Like it when Jesus is fucking got, he's feeling it. See the people, gotta go get the power. Yeah. So we. Oh, you wanted to say, you wanted to turn this into a wrestling thing, and you wanted to say, who's my biggest rival? Who am I building up a rivalry with right now? And I will tell you, you know who it is. Yeah, it's that big ass fucking lumberjack, right? <laughs> Grizzly. Well, he's not anymore. No. Ponytail cut, looking. Giant of a man, Dapper, yeah. stunt man, J J.R. Adams, who for the use for the several palsy, United Several Palsy of Detroit, we did a hot wing challenge. Let me just say, Perry, there was nine wings. I ate all nine Went of them. Went through them. I crushed them. If you ever, and why I said this then, there's it says scorpion. <laughs> On the bottle, E, and they put and the sauce looks like a scorpion. I couldn't fucking do it. Wait, wait wow, wait, wow, no, that's such bullshit. You, you all I, this shit you've done. I'm, you know what? Oh, so at this point, at this point in your life, you wouldn't do it. Um, I hate fucking Listen, spicy food. I've it done, was, you're right. I've done a lot of shit in my life personally, but spicy food, I give you credit. I couldn't it do was, that shit. It was those out of the seven. I could handle the like the even the hot, but this was just uh, why do like it was like why would anybody want to taste this? You know, I mean, could you just, taste it? What could you taste it, or was it just so no? It was like a heat. Well, that's what I mean. It, there was no taste. Yeah, some people fucking love it. Some people get off on the fact of like sweating and shit through that food. Yeah. No, no. I mean, no, no. no. So Jay and I did it, and uh, the whole people there was fun. Um, you can watch it. I'm sure it's uh, up online. I think I might have shared it. Or so. How did it work? Was it just like the so, real hot stuff? Did you have to make it through all the? No, no. So what they did, and and, and it wasn't as bad as maybe I'm portraying it. Right. But there was like you, it was one wing of each that had hot sauce on each wing, and you ate one wing, and then he asked me questions, and then we got to it. So I was good till about the fourth wing. Did you eat them all in the end? Yeah, I did. Did you come close at any point to the seventh one? <laughs> no, no, the seventh one. Like it was just more. It was like I ate olives and I hate olives. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but you ate them all in the end. No, but I did. But I sat there and I said, "Don't." But it says scorpion on it. And then there's this <laughs> one habalulu voodoo sauce. Like, of course, it's gonna be hot. But that one at least had a taste. Right. Good to go. Yeah. We're all good right. Well, look at that. Uh, entering the uh, right here, grind time with Eric Bacardi. Eight o'clock, Perry. And guess what time we're gonna implement? <laughs> we're, the uh, alumni minutes. Alumni minutes and today's guest, which means the Detroit Red Wing alumni, which I'm a proud member of. I will be giving calls to 
brethren and the alumni. First call goes to, of course it would go to fellow number 25, the man, the myth, the legend who passed along the great 2-5 and I wear with honor and represent him every time, no matter what we're doing on the ice, off the ice. It's Mr. John Ogrodnik. Johnny O, how are you, buddy? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing great, man. How are you, man? I got to hire you as my publicist. Yeah, you got it. Anytime. Also, too, I can't remiss two-time Memorial Cup winner back in 77-78, which the Memorial Cup is the the championship for all of, of junior hockey. And it's actually technically the harder. I mean, I'm not on my show, Johnny. Your two Memorial Cups, my four Stanley Cups are harder, but actually technically between you and I, that's way harder to do. Can you talk about what the game was like or what you remember about playing in Westminster and anybody who wonders about it, that's out West. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, there was, you know, they had a, they had a pretty tough game. I mean, uh, as you know, um, you know, intimidation was bigger of the game back. And when you got guys like Matt Dark, Barry, Brad Maxwell, I mean, guys are just afraid to come into the building. And, uh, you know, it was similar to the movie Slash, in certain ways where the other team would even have a puck and warm up, you know, because that guy should go down and take it. So there's no question intimidation is a big part of it. And Midwest had a bunch of Memorial Cup four years in a row. Uh, they had a little dynasty on there. And um, it was close. I got called up in 77 when I was 17 years old. And they actually beat the Ottawa uh, Bobby Smith, uh, Steve Bain, uh, Doug Wilson. It was pretty exciting. And uh, uh, next year we won, we beat the Peterborough Beach. And, uh, of course, as mentioned, a couple of Coca-Colas with uh, Paul McKinnon, who was Actually, the, the uh, defenseman and the uh, captain for Peter, you know, I kind of rub it in when we were sitting around and talking on and stuff like that. So you get the bragging rights and stuff like that. It, 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 uh, it was exciting. as was about it, but they all, like you, uh, like you have done four times, it, uh, you know, be involved with a team that, uh, with a team that, uh, that weren't just kind of like that. I mean, and you know what? We had some good teams. We had to, you know, we had a very good team in Quebec when I was there, which had a bunch of close second round. There's seven games, you know, but it's just one bad break here, one bad goal there, and the whole momentum can change. And you know, everybody going, and you really need very, very good goaltending to, you know, all the way. Yeah. So, 14 year career, over 900 games, 402 goals. 425 penalty minutes. Johnny, I'm going to stick up for you in the alumni. You did pass Assist. the puck. Yeah. You know, hey, you don't you get a bad knock to being just a shooter. But but also to five-time all-star. Was there any one of those seasons that you specifically remember that you personally, you know, was was greater than the other ones? And I know you've scored 50 goals and stuff, but was there one of those all-star teams or um one of those years that you can remember that was special to you? You know, I guess the only, you know, it, you know, Mac, you know, when you're, when you're accomplishing that, you don't think much of it, you know, because you're in the zone. I don't want to say the game was easy. I understand the conference is there. And way back when, I always said I'd probably appreciate a lot more, you know, 10 or 15 years after being out of the game. And then they kind of look back and you appreciate it. You know, it's frustrating. I had 55, you know, before I had 42, and we were in Chicago, and uh, I remember this, and uh, I had the puck in the neutral zone. I passed it off to another player, and uh, Troy Murray hit it. He 
And I wasn't even a hard hit. Didn't even knock me over. You know, it's all kind of funny. I'm just getting over towards the bench, and Bobby, I don't. That's what I expect. Then he kind of looked at me. Goes, "Ooh, you might want to go to the dressing room." And I looked down. Like you know, he had that fracture my wrist. Which, oh. It was frustrating. You're not doing it that year, and then you know, falling to the you know the next. Year. But I can honestly say, man, you know, I mean, it's very just you know, when you get older and stuff like that, it, it was. You know, you come from a junior team to walk up a Memorial Cups, and, you know, as we know, Detroit uh, didn't do well. They didn't do well, you know, in the sentence either. And it just, you know, on a personal experience, it was nice, but, you know, you give all that up to be on a Stanley Cup. And then, you know, it, it's, I didn't, I didn't go back, you know, because of the tax bracket and the land and all that stuff. But that, it was fun. I mean, we had the Stanley Brothers, we had uh, Goulet and Dale Hunter and myself and Lafarnier. So it was pretty strong off the lines. And, uh, you know, but anything right there, I was pretty proud. Because both Goulet and I had nine goals in 13 games in the in the playoffs. And, you know, if you ask me about the season, you know, that meant a lot to me. Yeah. Because there's a lot of guys that scored during the regular season. But, you know, it's like once Absolutely. the playoffs, you know, that, that sort of counts and stuff like that. So I think it's one of my fondest memories was, uh, you know, taking Montreal um, to uh, just having games and, uh, First time I ever experienced a dressing room back with three quarters. And that's that. I was eight years old. It's the first time it happened for myself. But it was fun. Hey, Johnny, uh, in the, the All Star games, you may played in five of them. What was that first one like? You know, it's funny. A daughter, uh, one of our daughters, Kelsey Ann, she sent me a video and, um, you know, they actually, uh, the show was being introduced, and they go right back in 1982, 1983, and all that. And, uh, you know, it's exciting to play in those, and you're playing with small stars, and you just don't want to make a mistake, you know. And uh, I was really nervous. I was only one shift of the year, you know, the first game out there. You know, I started the game with uh, with Gretzky, but, you know, I just didn't want to make a mistake. And you're kind of nervous and stuff like that. And uh, But like I said, after that, they moved me FBA up with them, and uh, I was back in the <laughs> Whatever second line or whatever, which is fine with me. But you're you know, you're nervous to go there because you still want to do well. But it's uh, I'll tell you one thing though. You know, you play in the Amber games and and back and you play the season game. It made the regular season game that much easier. You know, because just the you know the talent level and everything. You know, in the All Star game was you know was obviously a, you know a lot higher than a regular season game, and um, you know it kind of boosted confidence a little bit. And it was easy coming back, but it was. Uh, you know, it was interesting. I mean, it was uh, it was exciting going to cities. I mean, it was uh, um, you know probably the first one I think was in LA, and uh, Jerry was the owner, and we, you know we went out there. We had a good time. They had some actors and actresses there, and the uh, the one gentleman, the main star in the movie Airplane, was sitting right in front of us, uh, in front of the Diaz. You know, and then we saw a little bit of LA. Just bus took us to one of his private uh, um, clubs, and um, you know had a good time there. And hey, at 21 years old, there was an eye opener. You know the whole experience and stuff like that. Hey, do you remember when? Uh, do you have any stories or memories when you? Because uh, uh, we were talking the other night, but when I was in Adirondack, me and Ozzy was our first year, and you came down. Did, did you came down from Detroit? Because uh, that was your last year there, wasn't it? And then, and uh, Ozzy and I just started in Adirondack. Do you remember coming down to uh, play with us that year? I did. You know, it was ironic. Mac was, uh, he started my career in Adirondack. 
you know, and then the team had moved a couple times and the other back had a run back, I believe. And, uh, you know, so I actually went back, you know, towards the, at the end of my career, you know, back at a which is, uh, which is kind of weird, but, uh, no, I remember you, uh, you know, I had a hat on or a tube or something like that. And, uh, you know, you, uh, how do I want to say this, you know, a little different personality on the ice and stuff like that. So you kind of suck out a little bit. And then Ozzy, well, Ozzy's always had a baby face. But yeah, no, I remember both you guys. Do you remember how young, like, that and, like seriously, like how young Ozzy, like Ozzy, you, you missed, like got, people would mistake him when he walked into the rink and say, well, you thought he was a stick boy or thought he was like, who? You, where's your dad or something like that? Because he was that, he was that young, um, stuff like that. Um, what about, Johnny, you watch, you watch a lot of hockey, you've watched a lot of hockey in, over the years, and you've seen a lot of good hockey, and you've seen a lot of bad, played a lot of good, might have played in some <laughs> bad. Um, what is it, in your opinion, uh, we were down there last night, you know, uh, I'll, I'll say it, it's, you know, with, with the culture, but I mean, yeah, you know, first of all, Captain Obvious, uh, they can't play the way they have in the third periods and that's a no joke but what do you like bigger than that from your perspective because you come from even a different uh era before me like you said that people don't understand you know having the, the intimidation to allow the guy to score more but what it, what is it from john ogranek's perspective that the red wings need or what are they working towards or what advice would you give them? Well, you know, I think it's to give advice, you know, it's in, uh, you know, like, you know, even before I answer you on that, you, you know, you're talking, you know, my generation is the 80s and early 90s, and, uh, you know, the Rangers did, uh, you know, let me, I'll just make this comment, I'll get to your question in a second, but, you know, you talked about the game now and everything like that, but, you know, the Rangers did highlight Dave Sittis and, uh, you know, our guy was in 1990, uh, and she missed most of my career, uh, all of it, actually. And uh, so once in a while, you know, we'll sit down and then put the DVD in. And uh, I, Mac, I tell you what, I, I totally forgot all the game. I'm not complaining about the game. That's not the point of this comment. I just forgot how we used to play. And, uh, you know, we're in Madison Square Gardens after the Rangers are in Buffalo, and we're behind at Kissy and myself. And it was like a Nobody was fighting. You just fought for the puck, and you pull away. The guy would grab and you know, you know, grab your arm and pull you back in. And it was significant. And, and you know, the way the game was was played back then, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of hooking hole, you know, just two awards and all that stuff. And I'm like, uh, I go, holy crap! I told you that out know, the game back then. But you know, as far as you know, the Red Wings now. I mean, obviously they're rebuilding. It's just gathering that they are now. I really don't know what transpired over the last, you know, four, five, six years in their tactics and stuff like that. Now we end up, you know, being where they are right now. But uh, they got young kids out there, you know. And I just, uh, you know, I watched a couple of goals in the third period in their power play. Book. You know, it's, uh, you know, five on five, they seem to do okay. You know, they hang in there. Um, you know, uh, I think there was four power play goals scored yesterday. I think she brought them for Vancouver. Um, yeah, it's tough, you know. I mean, you can pick out little mistakes here and there, but, you know, a couple of those parts there goes like when they, when Vancouver in, you put the guys down in front of our goaltender, you know, Jimmy Hopper, it just seems like it's so easy for these guys to score goals. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, Jimmy's size, I mean, 6'1 or something like that, but there's just, it's it just seemed like it was too easy around the net. 
part of those were just a little too easy, you know, with the rebounds and stuff like that. But yeah, Blasio when we're up training camp, you know, Matthew got Jerry Hockey out there, which is which is a blast. It was a lot faster than I was anticipating, but um, it was a lot of fun. And um, it was um, the um, yeah, I just don't rush. I said, you know, these, these kids they just get used to uh, losing. You know, um, it, it's like that. And when I came to Detroit in '79, you know, they're just leaving. They, the Red Wings were losing for a long period of time. And once you get in that rut, it's tough, you know, to you know to get out of it. And uh, you know, it's um, you know, it, it's not a feeling. And uh, even you know, in the '80s when you know we were very good, I remember uh, I. You know, a couple of months ago, I go to Libet, and uh, I told him this. I, you know, Nick, things didn't change much because I think it was uh, a little video on him or something like that, and uh, it was like Danny Gavin or somebody saying that, uh, well, Nick Libet's a pretty good player. Unfortunately, he came for a team that's kind of struggling a little bit. And, <laughs> now, Nick came to the team in 69, and I came to the team in 79, and they said the same thing. Well, God, Nick, what if you're here? But unfortunately, he's coming to a team that struggling a little bit and uh and it's just not fun. You know, and, and that's you know, the dress is a lot more enjoyable. Everybody gets along when you're winning. It really is. It's just a whole better atmosphere. And you don't want to see that negative you know, same vibes in the dress again where the guys get used to it. And uh, they got a young team, they got built, you know, even I and then said, you know what? The four guys had jobs and then after that in training camp uh, you know, every job open, and he because we're out for him. You know, and he, you know, he said he's hoping. You know, when we talked, uh, you know, in uh, rookie training camp, he, you know, a rookie uh, training camp, he said, uh, you know, what? I'm hoping you know, that we have a decent team in three years. But he said it all depends on these kids. You know, these are our draft picks, and we got to see how they mature and they they contribute. You know, uh, for the team because. Uh, you know, they can't really go to spend the money. They got the salary cap at the same time. You know what? If you're not ready, if not, you know, a playoff contender or, you know, or better, there's no sense wasting money on a couple of players. You know, if you still going to be, you know, at below average on the club, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. But Matt, young out there. Young out there. There's a little bit of the defense is young. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a young team out there. Yeah, no, it is. All right, last question, Johnny, because you're a goal scorer. Any tips for the young kids out there that uh, about scoring goals at any level? What if you tell them one thing? What would it be? You know, don't get too fast. You get a chance to shoot and shoot, and uh, you know, just hit the neck if you never know what's going on. And you know, now that you mentioned, I mean, a guy that's in June right now setting up pretty good, and. Uh, He's got his confidence to get in that position, and uh, you know, you know, as I do, sometimes oh, not really picking corners. You're just trying to hit the net. I mean, obviously you can keep it down, keep it up, but uh, you know, you can shoot high or shoot low, and he's just letting them go. And he's got a powerful shot, but you just uh, shoot. Don't get too empty, and uh, you know, and um, you know, just try and get any shot that you can on net. And, uh, you know, they'll eventually go in. They get the chances. You get the chances. I love it, dude. If anybody wants to see Johnny O, put that to to use. You can come out and watch us in the alumni game season. I know we got that game November 9th. Uh, 
with stalls. I'll be there in uh, St. Clair Shores on Saturday afternoon at 12.30. That's where my vendetta against J.R. Adams for the uh, Hot Wing Challenge. Uh, that's where I'm going to take it up. So, Johnny, I, uh, you going to be playing that game? I'm coming. Oh, yes. I actually just uh, went to uh, the schedule, the on the schedule last night and made sure that we're going to be in time. So, yeah, we're going to be. I, lo- I love it, dude. I love it. Might need some backup. That Jay Adams is a big dude, and Perry Perry won't do shit. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for calling and uh, to tell BA we said uh, the Queen Bee. We said we love her, and I know you love that. I know you love the Adirondacks so much. You married the Queen from there, so there you go. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. John O'Grodnick, the twenty-five before me. Thank you, buddy. All right, Johnny. Johnny O. Brought to you by Miracle Flow. You know, actually, Johnny O probably has more of your the hair flow, but Miracle Flow, the only hair pro- care products for guys with majestic flow and those who want it. Miracle Flow is specially formulated for athletes with longer hair to help rejuvenate the flow after the beating. It takes in your sweaty helmet. Miracle Flow makes products for guys with flows by guys with flows. Champions used by the NHL, Major League Baseball, Lacrosse, Football, Division One, College. And more, remember, Miracle Flow, it's not just a hairstyle, it's a lifestyle. That's what I use. Get your D-Max specialized. Miracle Flow bottle. Check them out on Instagram. Phil, your your shots are unbelievable. You want to see mullets? Go see that. Um, all right, Perry. Uh, man, I don't, I don't like bad... I'd just rather not talk about... Things you know, so the biggest thing is the Pistons play tonight in Indiana. Hopefully, they get off to a good start. New season, home opener tomorrow night. I am contemplating whether to go down or not. I probably might be. I know some of the kids are going to go down, um, but the Wings were watching them. They're down one nothing. Uh, end of the first it was just as uh, Johnny O joined us. Thanks, Johnny O. Uh, was watching a power play. Uh, they had a couple of chances, but just not getting enough shots through. So they're struggling right now. But if you heard what Johnny O said. Shoot it hard, hit the net, and it's not the corners, it's high-low. You can aim to the corners, but the most important thing is high or low. And watching him, he's shooting as hard as possible. Uh, he doesn't go by his own thing because he's usually high and hard. <laughs> yes, so, so, and uh, when you have a release like that. Yeah, and then that's getting it off quick and get it on net. And then sometimes that's more of the higher levels you go, the more of the surprises. So Lions, man. Whew. That was a tough one again. Nah, they're all tough, and, you know, uh, you lose on Johnson, you trade Quandre Diggs, you lost, you know, maybe Deshaun Hand's going to come back. Um, I don't know, dude. Yeah, well. It's just, the- it's one of those things. Like, what do you want to talk about, Sparty's? Then the now, <laughs> Right, and then you want to talk about Sparty basketball, and then Langford's done for the year, and then you want to talk about... Michigan no, has Notre Dame, this Notre Dame and some dudes going to some haunted uh, naval ship in Bay City or something because that's more fun to get scared by ghouls with saws in there or something like that than it is to get scary to go to a Michigan game. But, you know, Tigers are what they are, so wings are what they are. It's tough. You got to stay stay to it. We look for culture in this stuff, but did you watch did you watch uh, the end of the the baseball game last night Washington and uh, the Astros? I listened to it. So Mac, uh, I, this this just really bothered me and and I was Which with- which which update people so uh the Nationals won 5-4 yesterday playing game two tonight and they beat Garrett Cole and they hit a homers off Garrett Cole and he hadn't lost in 19 games. 
JV comes no. back tonight. So um, I always like seeing when our – I always follow guys that leave Detroit in, our, in every sport if I liked them. And oh, we've got a lot of them playing in this series. No, it's good. I, yeah. you know, actually, you know what? I'm actually probably – I'm an Astros fan, but if the Nationals win, it's like St. Louis. St. Louis in hockey, it's like their time. Yeah. They haven't won since like 23, and with Bryce Harper leaving and, and all that stuff, it goes to show you what team can do. You know, right here, we're going to be wrapping up pretty in a few few minutes here, just a little bit earlier, probably the uh, most makeshift short show that I've ever done. Um <laughs> To the point, because uh, I got to head back to the theater to go do the Q and A for the Russian Five, which is really cool. And and on that note, let's wish happy birthday to Brittany Fawn, who was the winner of the Russian Five when we did well, there you it. Go. Remember it that? All, it all it all ties in, and you know what? I know it's getting late, guys, but at this time of the season. Roll your butts out, Cattails Golf Club. You're going to sneak it out. 18-hole championship track at South Line, former home to the LPGA Futures Tour, Michigan Amateur Qualifier, and more. Two very unique nines, one unique golfing experience. Wetlands featured on the front, hardwoods and native forests on the back, range, multiple practice areas, and a full bar to menu at the clubhouse. Come on out to the course at the Grind Time Family Plays. Check out our Facebook page for an exclusive offer to Grind Time fans that will get you 18 holes and a cart for $25 during the week. Happy birthday, Brittany, and my daughter Avery turns 19 on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Crazy, bro. Oh, yeah. So um, I was, uh, it was great last night. I was able to um, uh, bring the Vince and uh, Brian uh, from Pincana Mm -hmm. down to the game and um, just everything that's going on in, in, in that world as far as as the education and um couple months communications. away communications uh probably two weeks before plants go on the ground but uh you know uh, it, it's just great to see everything moving to fruition on the cannabis front i'm gonna have uh rick thompson and jamie lowell and uh, actually my boys uh the medical mondays uh guys berg and roach uh, at some point but just talking community and as you see if you if you look around because it's, I went to Allen Park the other day, and and I actually heard, you know, a pharmacist of forty years tell me that he could subscribe anything that to me that was better than weed and Xanax bars and Xanax is better than smoking. Anyways, there's still people out there that don't get it, and when they don't know what an endocannabinoid system is, you have to start there. So. Um, it's what you're fighting, but you see in different places, like even I, I look at the UP because that's, you know, there's, that's been a hard area up there because, it, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a different country. And then, you know, you know, they don't get the, they're so genuine. The air is so pure. Is the, the, the news doesn't get up there that quick <laughs> to them. So they know, but I mean, people need to travel up there and that's what Jamie and Rick did and, and just laid out the facts. I was in uh, Allen Park, um, town hall meeting the other day and I, I got educated and I learned and I also learned and I say thank you because you know to to listen and um it's it's tough for me and a lot of times when my vulnerable truth with integrity button is always on it's just like I learn how to control it because you know you can get passionate because it's life and death so yeah um so a lot of great things coming uh that aspect like I said comedy Saturday um, Saturday yeah and then Willie, that's, uh, Willie Horton next week. Willie Horton next week. Uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about anybody until they win. 
Uh, that's just the way it is. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Yeah, no, um, yeah, so, well, speaking of uh, my Pincana friends, well, I can't let you guys down because here we go. Here it is, your CBD talk of the night. Because a lot of times, I'm not going to get into it uh, about the THC and the CBD, but it's how a lot of it's made, and if it's not a transdermal or it doesn't break your skin, you can't get high. But in that case where you don't want to use any THC, we have, Perry, for the people at home, what do we have for them? Herbal active. Herbal active. Yes, Perry. Yes. He was nervous. I get Perry's star. How much sticker for Perry? Herbal active. U R B A L A C T I V dot com. Use promo code DMAC25, 25% off. Our friend Rich Summers over there, man, done a great job. Tinctures, mints, uh, rub, whatever you need. That's the stuff without any THC. The difference is. The way the canna- cannabinoids uh, entourage affect and interact, uh, it's like going to the with the THC in it. It's like going to the club and having your name on the list without the THC free. You'll get in. It'll work. Just take a little bit longer. Remember, as I tell you, don't tell me what. Tell me who. Um, that'll. Uh, that's pretty good. Herbalactive.com. Um, what do you? Oh, dry. I told you we get into Perry. Tell me a driving story, or tell me you've been Reed's. You've been working your sack off, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Any good drives? Yeah, good. Any good? You're telling me. You said the one last. The. <laughs> you're telling me the one about the preacher. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. do you have any other ones after that? Like, uh, you know, are, I, are you? How much? Like, give, give, give. This is the Perry's moment on the yeah, outs. Like, sure. how many hours a week are you driving? And. And like how like it's slowing down a little right now, but uh, uh, weekends were were I know I must have slowed down. You're not complaining as much. (laughs) You know who doesn't complain? Our friends Jeffrey Cavanaugh and Rhonda Monet at uh, the Jeffrey Group and Gold Star Mortgage. Whether you're a first-time home buyer simply making a move, give yourself a distinct advantage in this fiercely competitive market and put a winning team behind you. Jeffrey Group of America Integrity and Rhonda Monet of Gold Star Mortgage join forces to make sure you land your dream home. Passion for going the extra mile shows from the first phone call to the day you're handed the keys. Taking an incredibly complex process and made it simple and transparent. Call Jeffrey Cavanaugh at 734-306-9027 today. Take the first step to your new front door. Gold Star Mortgage is an equal opportunity lender and MLS number 3446. 3446. That's pretty good. Yeah, normally the numbers get you a little... They do, up, but, that uh, part at the end. Anyways, so Perry, any Yeah, well, one, one real quick story. Uh, Sunday, I had a wedding, picked up a, a group of people uh, in at the airport and went out to a Buddhist temple for a wedding. Wait a sec, what? Yeah, went to, they, the, they got married at a Buddhist temple. Oh, cool. So it, it, it was really cool and um, great group of people. And so then after the wedding, I was taking them downtown uh, to Belle Isle for pictures. Well, this was Sunday. So I know the Lions are playing at 1, and it's about 12 o'clock. And as we get down there, the marathon's going on. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the roads are blocked by Jefferson. I'm like, uh-oh. I said, this isn't happening. Well, there was four police officers standing on the corner at uh, Lafayette and Mount Elliott. And I pull up, and I said, hey, I've got a wedding group here. Is Bella Howe closed? Yes, it is. Sorry. And one of the women officers goes to me. She goes, you know, I'm like, well, is there somewhere maybe we can get into it? She goes, ah, they're trying to think. They're trying to. She goes, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to give you a police escort. So she gives us a little police escort. We get down by Atwater Street, by the Aretha Franklin Theater. And 
we, you know, she goes through the blockades and we park right there. Now the racers are coming across, running down Atwater. And she said, all right, listen, you're going to go across the street. There's great places to get pictures, but you can't interfere with the runners. So it was timing. And these, you know, they got their outfits on and that. And so how long across. was the timing? How long did it take for everybody to get across? Uh, it was staggered. It took a few minutes. Yeah. It was staggered. And, did anybody take a video? Uh, uh, no, you know, that would have been funny. It, it, you know, we took some good pictures. I actually have a great picture. Um, but this captain, I start talking to her, and she is such a great ambassador for the city. Who? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Captain Kyra Holt. Oh, I mean, that's who drove. She's the well, good. She's well, the well, I mean, it, but it was a good. It was. She wants to come on a podcast. I'd love to talk to her. She's applying officer. for the chief of police in Columbus. She's one of the finalists. Oh, great. She's just but a great ambassador. It was a you know a good thing in, in Detroit. You had the marathon. It was. There's a positive no, no, thing for what's going on. I want people to understand it's that's the relationships and that's people being people and helping out where, you know, I know rules are rules and some, but, you know, you can make some things happen with the right people when it's just communication. Like sometimes, hey, if it was a president, you know, there's no way you're getting down there. But when there's a will, there's a way. And that's about, that'll be my message for episode 45, where there's a will, there's a way. If you want to do it, don't let anybody stop you. Don't ever let anybody tell you what you can and you can't do except for you. When you walk by that mirror, make sure you tell that guy, hey, I'm not dealing with you right now. And if he's like, my, my guy, my guy used to say, well, I hope you come back alive. Hope you make <laughs> it back until you finally have conversations. So yep. any, anything else, Perry? No, no. Big E, you, you good? You got Thank anything God. going Thank on? You. Tell Tony I said hi. I and will. Thanks for filling in again. I guess this will be the short version of uh, Grind Time with Darren McCarty. But uh, no matter how long we do it, it's always a great that you spend time with us. And remember, remember, still goes no matter how many times you fall down. You got to get your ass back up. That's Grind Time. We're out.